Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of the B-Roll Podcast. We are the Sci-Fi Wise Guys. My name is Anthony. And my name is Chris. Yes, it is. How are you doing, Chris? I am particularly cold today. Oh, it has been getting chilly. It is December. I do have a joke that all Texans love the winter, but all Texans hate winter. Uh, yes. Because <laughs> no no one complains more about it being hot than people who live in Texas and then turn around and complain that it's cold. Yep. Uh, but it's it particularly right. windy. The part of Texas we live in is more plainish than anything. So the winds literally just go sweeping down the plains. Like a song. I had to walk, I had to walk my dog. Mm. <laughs> Did not enjoy that. How about yourself? I'm doing okay. Didn't have much work to do today. I watched a movie this afternoon. Okay. And then uh, now I'm talking to you. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I watched uh, the movie that you are describing. Uh, I didn't describe anything. Iron Mask. Iron Mask. Iron Mask. <laughs> Funny thing about Iron Mask. It doesn't really have much of a Wikipedia page at all, mostly because it's a completely different name on Wikipedia. Yeah. V2 Journey to China. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I didn't know there was a V1. Is it a... There was a sequel to V, which is a yeah. 2014 cinema hit in Russia, apparently like the biggest film ever mm-hmm. in Russia, based on Nikolai Gogol Google story of the same name. Apparently that's it's a big folklore story there and we kind of get a minor flashback of the first movie in this film we do yeah yeah it's, it's got the same director it's got the same a, a couple of recurring actors jason fleming and charles dance reprise reprise their roles raise your hand if you didn't realize that was charles dance until you're on wikipedia after watching the movie <laughs> all right just me just me looking around okay. oh no i, I recognize tywin lannister immediately i just right <laughs> over my head Right over my head. Fair enough. Although I will, I will describe this movie as one that you should watch while you're on your phone. <laughs> hey so man, Iron we Mask. Don't li- we don't want to lose our Russian contingency. It's called V2 uh, Journey to China. Also uh, known as the Dragon Seal in the Philippines. Uh, and then in the United Kingdom, it's called V Iron Mask. And then when it came to America last week, it was just called Iron Mask. They dropped the article there. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. Mm. Why don't you tell the people what we're about? Well, on the B-Roll podcast, as the Sci-Fi Wise Guys, we have been instructed by the higher powers of sci-fi to go forth upon this new landscape that is straight-to-stream media and watch science fiction and science fiction-adjacent movies, television shows, web television shows, animated shows mm-hmm. short films youtube shorts uh just it, really it if it, if the screen moves and people are talking and it's about science fiction we're probably going to watch it yep as yep. long as it is primarily available on straight to stream services or and we broke a rule this week limited theater releases or we were unable to see it in the countries in which it was released. so Right. When we say um, straight to stream, we mean straight to stream, straight to DVD in the United States. Yes. We have watched some movies that have had European um, or Asian releases, such as this yeah. one, released in Russia, Philippines, China. And technically, straight to video on demand, not straight to stream. We spent money mm-hmm. to watch this movie. Did you buy it or did you rent it? I bought it. Ooh. Well, that's... so renting it was $5. <laughs> And owning it was $10. And I thought, well, on the off chance I want to make somebody watch this movie, <laughs> I'll spend the money. So I did. Uh, 
Yeah, no, I, I spent the proper amount of money on this movie, which was five dollars and ninety nine cents. Yes, I expected you to say <laughs> I torrented it, but good for you. <laughs> no, no, I mean these. The, look, there was like five minutes of credits. Okay, there were, and I'm not sure how and the much credits of my, moved quickly. Did you notice that? It yes. zoomed. I'm not sure how much of my $6 goes into however many people invested their time and effort into this movie, but I I felt like paying for it. Sure, Uh, sure. (laughs) So Iron Mask, or V2 Journey to China. Funny story about this movie. Apparently, Jackie Chan, Jason Statham, and Steven Seagal were going to be in it. And then, for whatever reason, J.S. and uh, Steven Seagal decided that they would bow out, and so they brought in Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, who knows? It was initial reports. It wasn't actually... They might not have been signed on. They might have been in talks. Who knows? And it initially had Jackie Chan's stunt team helping, I think, before it had Jackie Jackie Chan, from mm -hmm. what I can tell. It feels like... Oh, well... um, I don't want to get ahead of myself. Let's, Let's just stick to the facts. All right. Speaking of the facts... This movie, The Iron Mask, or Iron Mask, because it, it also says The Iron Mask in a few places. So oh, it's because it's know. the UK release is The yeah, Iron who, Mask, yeah. Who knows? 4.7 on IMDb based on 3,211 ratings. Is there a Chinese or Russian equivalent to IMDb, or is it just IMDb? I don't know. Median score of 5. Yes. Rotten Tomatoes. 21% rotten based on 28 critical reviews, 22% audience score based on 23 user ratings. So what you're saying is it's below average. Not well not well received is probably the more appropriate term. Which is 4. weird, 8. right? Well, not really. 80% of the people, 80% of Google users liked this movie. I'm counting 7, sorry. Seven. I'm counting 12 production companies in the opening credits. Oh, yeah. No, that's definitely in my notes. Um, it is ridiculous. State how many p- companies worked on this movie. <laughs> it is ridiculous. And I'm sure a lot of it's just funding, right? But I, so I started the movie and, you know, there's usually like 30, 45 seconds of like opening whatever. And so I, I put the, I started the movie and then I went into the kitchen to heat up some food for lunch. And every single one of these companies, the first seven at least, had like the big animated logos with their own fanfare that didn't match the movie or match each other. So I kept looking around the corner, like, nope, movie's not started yet. It's just different music for another thing. Uh, to answer your question, there is a Hong Kong moviedatabase.com. I don't know if that's the same thing. Hong Kong is Hong Kong. Are we, we going to get into that conversation? Uh, all I'm saying is there is a Hong Kong moviedatabase.com. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Uh, <laughs> I mean, sure. I'm sure there's something. 32 on Metacritic? No. I don't necessarily think that this movie deserves its rating. In what way? And I just are we are we branching out from the facts right now? Well, I mean, I've I've read all the facts. I I think it this is one of those things where it was just like Seven Guardians of the Tomb. Mm-hmm. Now I I I just I want to be very very yeah very clear. Oh wow! I am not saying that Seven Guardians of the Tomb was a good movie. I'm, I'm not comparing it to Iron Mask. All I'm saying is these big foreign production epics that come over to America, I don't think they always do well. Because, I mean, this is a... From what I... So you said it was based on... um, No, it's not. It's not. That's the problem. So let's take a step back. Let's take a step back before you go too much into this. Nikolai Gogol, or Google. I don't know how to pronounce that. You can look it up if you like. Google? Yeah. It's Russian. I'm sure we're butchering it. 
And I'm L sure he's in bottle. And I'm so sure that he doesn't care because he's been dead Google? for a long time. Yeah. Real quick, have we blurbed? Did I miss we a blurb? Not. Let's You kind of blurbed. But... Let's do a blurb. I've got a couple okay. of blurbs. You read Wikipedia, but it doesn't really tell you anything about except for it's a sequel to this other movie. I got IMDb blurb real quick. It says early 1700 cartographer Jonathan Green, played by Jason Fleming, from Forbidden Kingdom, which is the American name of the movie V from 2014, uh, is back to map the Russian Far East. He's forced onto China where he confronts the Dragon Master et al. I don't, I don't know. The Iron Mask Russian Tsar escapes the Tower of London to a Russian ship. Wow. Do you want Amazon Prime's blurb? Give me Amazon Prime's blurb, yes. For the first time ever, screen legends Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jackie Chan face off against each other in battle in this globetrotting fantasy adventure, also starring icon Rutger Hauer in one of his final performances. That's what I read. Uh, it's accurate. <laughs> the plot on Wikipedia is set in the 18th century. The film follows the continuing exploits of cartographer Jonathan Green as he undertakes a scientific and supernatural journey that leads him from England to China. So this movie is a sequel to V, but it's important to note that it is not based on the original story V. It is a sequel to a movie based yes. on that that original story horror novel or what have you but yes. it is a completely original story that just borrows basically borrows a couple of characters one in particular the main character it could have very easily not been a sequel to v and we wouldn't have lost anything we've seen that before right where movies like i mean the entire rambo franchise are all sequels to a movie that's based on a book that doesn't have any sequels right so it's not like this is the first time this has happened um, but it's important to note uh, everything well, that I saw about V uh, and I've read about the the original V makes me actually want to go and read a translation of the story, the original story. Very interesting. That's what I was trying to say, because the same thing, Forbidden Empire or I'm sorry, Forbidden Kingdom, which is V translated, you right. know, the, or the title changed. Also, 5.2 out of 10 on IMDb based on almost 5000 ratings. So I guess what I was saying was th when these movies come over, they don't always do well, even if they are based on, you know, pre-existing information mm -hmm. or uh, a story that had already been done or whatever. So that's all I was trying to say. Um. <laughs> sure. It's called, yeah, and the, the last one, if you're looking for it, the first one, it's called Forbidden Kingdom in America. Uh, in mm -hmm. the UK, it's called Forbidden Empire. <laughs> And as far as I can tell, everywhere else, it's just called V. And we're saying V, it's V-I-Y, if you're Google searching it. So, dims the blurbs. So, Christopher, I have a very important question for you. I'm ready for your very important question. How'd you feel about this movie? Um, I think it was I. You think it was I? I really do. I really think this movie was okay. I didn't think it rose above the, the chafe. Like mediocre, but it like the best type of mediocre, which is uh, mediocre that's at least visually pleasing to look at. I had some issues with a couple of the CGI scenes. Some of the effects weren't great. Some of the effects were great. They had some pretty interesting practical effects that I really liked. But uh, I mean, for the most part, it was all right. It was okay. It was okay. Okay. So, how about you? Well, Christopher, I thought the movie was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't be uh, more happy. Let, let me let me let me say that twelve year old Anthony would watch this movie every 
day. This movie is great. I, I think that's all I got. I think that's all I got. No, I got you. Plus, I got no, to see I, Jackie Chan and Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> swashbuckle it up. I can it is see great. that. Like, and I get. I guess I'm just I'm looking at it with a very critical eye because I mean that's what we do. Um, oh sure, but let's. I, I, I found uh, this movie. I'm not gonna, extremely entertaining. Sure. Oh yeah. No, it's extremely entertaining. Does it deserve the five point two? No, that's the wrong movie. Four point seven. Does it deserve the four point seven at IMDb? Oh yeah, it probably, probably deserves like a solid four. <laughs> Honestly, is the CGI laughable? Yeah. So this movie is like a better, like, because I want to I want to harken back to another film that we've watched. Mm-hmm. Speaking of twelve-year-old Anthony loving this movie. <laughs> There was another movie we watched that was primarily made for children. Do you recall that movie? No. No? No. We got our first negative feedback from a oh, listener. Oh, Artemis Fowl. Yeah. Well, Artemis okay. Fowl. So I want to compare the this movie to Artemis Fowl. Okay. In that they're both CGI fest movies. The story is there just to get us to the action. And the big name actors that are in it are just there for the names. And that's it. I mean, you could take out Arnold Schwarzenegger's role from this movie and it would change nothing except for the best scene of the movie. But as far as the plot goes, it would change nothing. Are you talking about the scene where he tells everyone they need to exercise? (laughs) Sorry. For the top two scenes in this movie. Oh, man. Oh, no. No, I, I mean, I could see where you're coming from. Like, I get that. This um, nails it. This, If this was marketed as a kid's film and edited maybe a little bit different, like a little less intense than a few scenes, it, it would be great. Like, I think it's perfect for a CGI action romp aimed at 12-year-olds. This is mm-hmm. a fantastic film. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what you would cut from this movie. Honestly, it's two hours and one minute. Of course, it takes like three minutes to start with all of those production company logos at the beginning. And there's like five minutes of credits. So it's it, the movie itself is just shy of two hours, right? Coming in like an hour 55 or so, hour 54. So it's a bit long. But man, if you're just, if your kid isn't creeped out real easy and you want to just put something on the TV while you go do some chores or catch up on work because you're at home and they're at home or whatever. This is not a bad choice. Plus, you get to laugh at Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> and Jackie Pretending Chan. To be a British man? I don't think he pretends. <laughs> I wrote down, man, that's a pretty good wig. And then it turned out like in the movie, it was also a wig. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Jackie Chan quipping at each other while they're fighting. It's great. It's interesting. This movie is definitely this is like um kind of like a weird russian slash chinese lord of the rings movie where oh no oh no it's just this big long action adventure epic like i i mean i'm not comparing the source material or like the quality of the movies but that's what the that's what this movie kind of reminded me of which is this big fantasy movie that just happened to have some big name actors but the difference was with lord of the rings it was aimed squarely at American audiences. It was written for that, right? What, sorry, uh, maybe I mis- misheard you. Okay. Are you saying that this movie was aimed at American audiences? No, 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 no. No, I'm saying that th- this movie was aimed squarely at Russian and Chinese audiences because the dubbing is terrible. Uh- <laughs> is it terrible? I couldn't decide. 
and sometimes I couldn't tell if it was dubbed or not. I was confused. No, Peter the Great, spoilers, uh, played by Yuri, uh, I'm going to do it, Kolokonikov? Kolokonikov? Sure. I hope I didn't say that incorrectly. He is obviously not speaking English. No, he's not. Uh, however, I assume yeah, he's speaking he, Russian. Yeah. But Arnold uh, is speaking English. Yes. Jackie Chan is dubbing his own voice. Zing Tong, Zing Tong Yao also didn't speak any English. Uh, yeah, Jackie Chan <laughs> didn't speak any English. I think he spoke in Chinese. I mean, he might know Russian. I don't know. No, Anna knows. Karina, who played Miss Dudley. She obviously also spoke Russian because she is Russian. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this just this was not in a, this was not aimed at American audiences, which is fine. There is a cultural difference. Like we're all human, right. but as someone who has been to other countries, um, and has seen and interacted with people who don't who aren't from America originally, like you get a lot of you just see a lot of different things. Sure, sure. and you can just tell that this movie was not aimed at Americans because sure, uh, yeah, I, I don't think it would have been. It wouldn't have been the same pacing. No. I, I definitely think that in a movie aimed at American audiences, the Peter the Great, mm-hmm. the king, he would have ended up probably with the princess somehow. Ugh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, who knows what they may or may not have ruined, but no, I just, that's what I meant. Like, it was just, this is a big fantasy epic. Yeah. So, yeah. No, it, it is a fantasy epic for sure. I did notice that the short, the short man. Oh, what's um, his name? Shoot. I, I I can't find him on IMDb, but wasn't he in Pirates of the Caribbean? He was in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Okay, I just want to make yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The the dwarf or the, the little person. Yeah. Um I don't I don't know what the appropriate term is. So if if you it's are the person, person I'm referring to and you're offended, please write to us. Yeah, yes. If you famous actor <laughs> with uh, married to that model, if you would just let us know personally what? that you're listening to our, our podcast, we'd appreciate it. I, I really enjoyed this movie. Oh, it's <laughs> it was it's so bad. It's entertaining. Like, but that's the thing. Oh, it's very entertaining. Yes. Movies can be bad. We've had this discussion a hundred times. Movies can be bad and still be fun. Movies can be good and still be boring. Exactly. So, yeah. It was you're thinking of Martin Kleba, by the way. Oh, okay. K L E B B A. Excellent. Yes. Excellent. Speaking of actors in this movie, Jason Fleming. Yes. As I I guess would be considered one of our leads. He's one of the two carryovers from the first film. He's the main character from the first film, reprising his role. Who who came from this? Who else was? Uh, Charles Dance, Lord Dudley. Oh, okay. Was also, oh, but okay. he's barely in this movie. He filmed all right, of his right. appearances in a you know a morning or whatever, and then gotcha. went and swam in a giant tub full of Game of Thrones money. <laughs> but Jason Fleming has been in a lot of things. I recognized him from The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I don't know if you've ever seen that. I, I really, um, I liked that movie more than I probably should have. I should probably <laughs> no, rewatch it. It's a fun movie. It's not very good. No. He's in a, he's in a couple other things. Let's see. He was in X-Men First Class. Solomon Kane. Kick-Ass. <laughs> His credit in Kick-Ass is Lobby Goon. Yes. Oh, really? Interesting. He's also in Clash of the Titans, Stardust. Um, And I guess most recently has been in Pennyworth. He's a gentleman named Lord Harwood. Pennyworth. What is cool. Pennyworth? Is the new show for Alfred Pennyworth, uh, Batman's uh, butler. Oh, that's a thing? Yeah. He's also in, he's in pre-production for a movie called The Knife Thrower, which I'm interested in. I feel like that's a movie we're probably going to have to watch. That was, that's not on Wikipedia. Interesting. Arnold Schwarzenegger was in this movie. I, I, we don't have to talk about Arnold Schwarzenegger. Rutger Hauer, famously, one of his last 
Can we uh, talk about Arnold Schwarzenegger though? Of course we. I'm saying we just don't have to like dissect his filmography. Let's Everyone dissect his filmography for a moment. Okay. No, let's not. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> he is executive producer of this film. He gets his own splash screen. Oh, yeah. Neat. Uh, can I? Speaking of special splash screens, have you mentioned that Jackie Chan is in this movie? I might have said it out loud at one point. Yeah, Jackie Chan's in this movie, and when it's listing all the actors in the opening credits, it doesn't just list his name. It doesn't say starring Jackie Chan or also starring, right? Like they would do with a lot of famous actors. It says, with special participation from (laughs) Jackie Chan. So, Chris, I got got my, my second question of the pod for you. What does that mean? I think it's one of those scenarios in which Jackie Chan is held in particularly high esteem. Uh, of course, especially in the Chinese cinema. Yeah, I've Chinese read cinema, quite a bit yeah. about that. Yeah. So I think that's it's probably just one of those things where he just got paid a lot of money and they're like, <laughs> hey, we want you to be in this movie. And he's like, what is it? And they tell him and he's like, yeah, and they're just like, we'll give you we'll give you your own thing. Yeah. I want that and a lot of money. And they were like, perfect. Fair enough. Well, they did employ his <laughs> stunt team, which they have a, their own section of the credits. It's they're called it's, it's, it doesn't say Jackie Chan stunt team. It says JC stunt team. And I was like, Jesus Christ wasn't in this movie. They must be thinking about Jackie Chan. <laughs> the most interesting I the most interesting thing I found out about this movie is those three brothers. Yeah, actually are brothers. Yeah, they look at Charles Lance and Mark. I'm glad they're actually brothers and I'm not just racist. <laughs> Uh, they were in Pacific Rim. They were the triplets in Pacific oh, Rim. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, talk about um, fun movies that aren't that good. I will not hear another. Oh, sorry, not Pacific Rim. Word. The sequel. The sequel, though. Have you seen the sequel? <laughs> oh, Have you seen yes, the sequel? Oh. Okay. Then you know I'm right. You. Then you know I'm right. I'm Dang, sorry. Sir. You know I'm right. <laughs> Don't hate me. Hate uh, reality. Uh, <laughs> Zing Tong Yao was our female lead she's been in a bunch of stuff good handful of things she was great did you notice that (laughs) both of our female leads so uh zing tong yao playing ching lan and anna karina playing miss miss dudley did i say that correctly karina karina whatever both of them have to do have to pretend to be men at different points in the movie (laughs) i did yeah i did and they both do the same dude voice that it's slightly a slightly lower register, and then add a little rasp to it, and that's how you do a man voice. No one's gonna know you're a woman if you talk like this, you know. Oh man, I've I've been doing this my whole life. <laughs> I was just discovered like discovered my secret. She's pretending to be a pirate. Another Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. moment there. It's just I just sorry I just it just caught me off guard uh, when they did all that. No no no. Something else I noticed. Pretty early on in the movie, so I want to go and get this out of the way. Uh, because I, I okay. actually watched this film with subtitles. So okay. I didn't start it with subtitles, because I usually don't. But the opening sequence is a CGI thing. I paused it, and I was like, there's a bunch of the same-looking tree right there. It was meant to be like a storybook kind of CGI thing going on. And there's a, a dragon whose whiskers go down into the earth and then come back up as plants that give us a life giving elixir or something like that called tea and i paused it and i was like what did he just i rewound it and i was like did he say tea again like his accent the the intro was just throwing me off so i actually backed it all the way up and turned subtitles on and the subtitles in this movie particularly bad for you absolutely like particularly bad like subtitles are never a hundred percent 
before, especially a lot of the television we've watched. But this was, they misspelled the word prisons in the intro. They left out the mm-hmm. N for some reason. The There's a translation error in the voiceover at the beginning. In, in this case, the, the, the subtitles are actually correct. The subtitles say, the master and his daughter, the princess. The voiceover says, the master, his daughter, and the princess. Like it moves the and. And so I was like, are there two or three people that we're talking about? I was ready to find out. Now you find out pretty quickly. It's two. His daughter is the princess. But it was this weird dub over translation error where the subtitles were correct. But then he immediately misspelled the word prisons right after that. So I had, I didn't know who to believe. Mm, Okay. And then the intro voiceover, I don't know who that is. But the outro voiceover is Jackie Chan. So it's inconsistent. I got you. This is also one of those movies that you can tell was released in 3D just by watching it. You're like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. For one scene, yeah. (laughs) Well, Uh, there are three instances, two instances of chains flying around because Jackie Chan's in chains that are definite. And then there's another instance later on where there's a chase scene through a mercantile in London and a fish flies up up at the screen, a CGI fish, and stays there for a moment, makes a noise, and then flies away. I'm like, oh. So I Googled it, and the first one was actually called V3D on its initial theatrical release in Russia. Mm. Yeah, they were still... It was 2014, so right in the heyday of we can do this, so we should. Um, (sighs) I have a great person who is in this movie. I, I don't know who this is, but Christopher Fairbank is credited as Gray. I don't know who that is. 100% 100% no, don't know who it is. Huh. But that guy has been in all of the movies. Yeah, 143 actor credits. Yeah, he was in Batman. He's one of the guys, he's like the guy that gets beat up at the very beginning by Batman. By Michael Keaton? Yes, by Michael Keaton. Oh, okay. He was also in Alien 3, credited mm-hmm. as Murphy. Mm-hmm. He was in The Fifth Element. He's the scientist from when they first get Lilu. Uh, he's also in Guardians of the Galaxy called The Broker. Uh, uh, the Broker. Okay. Okay. My favorite part is uh, he has apparently been a video game voice actor for many years. Killzone Liberation, Medieval 2, Total War, Hellgate London, Viking Battle for Asgard. Like he's just been in a bunch of games. I'm confused why so. you went through his whole list here and you missed... Dragonheart 3, The Sorcerer's Curse. We're saving all the Dragonheart movies for their own special little thing. So Yeah, he's been in a lot of things. Of he's been in a lot of things. Yeah, I so. don't know who he was in this movie either. I'm looking at his face. <laughs> yeah. Well, the problem is that a few other actors that I've looked up, it's a period piece, the 1700s, right? Early 1700s, yeah. so pre-America so and all this. wigs. They're all wearing wigs, right? There's a bit in while well, when they're in Russia and Moscow where they're chopping off all of the peasants' beards because they want them to be civilized. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? Have you Googled that? Is that a thing that happened? What is going on? I don't know if it was the beards thing, but I, if I understand correctly, Peter the Great actually did institute a bunch of reforms. Like he yeah. was the one who outlawed the traditional, if if I'm getting this wrong, I'm sorry, uh, I, but I'm pretty sure it's him. He outlawed the traditional daily dress of the Russian serfs. It, it used to be like a big overcoat tied around in the waist. Mm. But he out he outlawed that and made them wear pants. Interesting. Oh, so Peter the Great, That's... I've just Googled him. You should too, because I think they got a great actor to play him. Okay. <laughs> he died in 1725. So this movie is definitely, obviously predates that. Yeah. He definitely was a person who had a lot of cultural reforms. But he wasn't there for this scene. So 
part of the plot is that he is the man in the iron mask kept in the tower of london and they've replaced mm-hmm. him with a stooge in moscow this ambassador has mm-hmm. I, so you don't know it plays fast and loose with the history of it he's a great character i like him a lot in this film like the actor or the or peter the great the i like character. the character and i like the way the actor played him gotcha he's ridiculous okay. but also smart i feel that they've somehow nailed showing reverence to this great leader i guess in in the history mm-hmm. of russia and also having humor at his expense without <laughs> disrespecting him i think that's since this is a russian movie they could probably get away oh with well it. yeah and i'm just saying that they did it you very I mean? very well i mean yeah. i don't know like could you could, is there i'm just thinking about american presidents oh they're yes, dead I guarantee it uh, which one do you think we could show reverence to but also be the butt of jokes in a film George Washington. You think he could be the butt of a joke, though? I, I'm just not seeing yeah. it. I'd have to see how he's portrayed. Like Abraham, him, Abraham Lincoln. Him and Abraham Lincoln are are just shown, especially since the latter one got got shot a little bit. I, just the way. I mean, I could see like Teddy Roosevelt. Maybe, maybe that's. The well, equivalent. I mean, it's I, it's probably just because like it it's. I think it's it allows people like because I mean this guy was this guy's been dead for 300 years, right? Almost making a movie that like pokes fun at your world lead like at previous world leaders like it, it allows people to like i don't want to say get to know those people you know what i mean but because that's obviously <laughs> none of this is historically accurate in any way wait what but what, what? <laughs> <laughs> no but what, I, what i'm saying is that like i i think that's normal i think you i think people do that i, I think when it's more recent yeah people get a little bit iffy sure but has there but, have we done that with some of the old presidents Richard Nixon. Well, he was. <laughs> that's a little. That's a little recent. I'm saying like this is slapstick. He's acting ridiculous. Like he's doing the yeah. dragon stance or whatever uh, that that Jackie yeah, I mean, Chan taught him in I, prison. You know what I mean? He's. You and I saw a movie in theaters where Abraham Lincoln spun a little hatchet around and blew a tree up by hitting. Yes, it. yes. I'm just saying. Well, like, but that's that's not. <laughs> I'm not saying not a fictionalized version. I'm saying, but in that movie, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, one of the greatest films of our generation ever made. Ever is, made. <laughs> they they didn't make jokes like he wasn't a buffoon. There wasn't slapstick comedy with Abraham Lincoln killing vampires. You know what I mean? Like that's what I'm referring to. Not that they yeah, humanize no, him, I, but. I'm sure that exists. I'm sure. I just but somebody I can't think of anything to me. off the top of my head. Had, so yeah, no, I got you. I mean, there's a there's an entire play called Hamilton, which lampoons I think the most of the founding fathers like it. You know, I need to see that. It's on Disney Plus right now. Is it? Well, <laughs> I think it's that part of the podcast where we need to move on into doing something. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, this movie is, I think, far too long to actually do a real plot breakdown. For the oh, listeners no. at home, there's no and, way. Uh, I don't. We could cover all of that. I don't think it would actually do it justice because, much like some of the other movies that we've seen that are very long, this movie manages to pack a lot of detail into every single scene. And there's a lot of context in those scenes that you probably won't get if I just listen to me drone on for 30 minutes. Yeah. But I have an entire page full of notes. Oh. I don't know if any notes that you've taken. But it is kind of a small plot breakdown. Like, I, I, I hit all the high points in the story. Yeah. But I think I'm going to, if you would uh, indulge me, I'd like to just pop a bunch of them at you and then have you just react. Okay. How's that sound? I, yeah, let's do that. I, I will say, so, if you're wanting to spoil yourself on this movie, the trailer does a great job of spoiling everything. 
<laughs> if you don't want to spoil yourself in this movie, anything that yeah. Chris is about to throw at me probably won't spoil it. But man, stay away from that trailer. So uh, we already talked about the uh, the opening sequences. Uh, the, the credits very much reminded me of like movies from the 40s and the 50s. There's a moment where they just have a, uh, I don't know, it's a bluish color. Mm. Uh, I struggle with blues and green, so if I'm wrong, the internet just needs to get over it. But there's like there's just solid gold cursive text on the screen. Yes, like and it very much reminded me of watching like a a movie from the fifties. Sure, I thought I that was pretty that. neat. I think maybe it's a little bit more movies set in the Far East, if that makes sense. Am I wrong in thinking that this movie might be considered racist if it was made by Americans? I don't know because I I don't I I don't see anyone like portrayed. No, it's like just nev- it's just the very typical Chinese lore with a dragon and magic people yeah. that all know martial arts protecting it. That's fair. You know, I guess it's no, I guess it's not racist, but just tropey, super tropey. <laughs> uh, at the beginning, we we end up in a prison, the Tower of London. Apparently, I didn't anticipate seeing a bunch of guys in red coats. That was pretty weird. Yeah. But we, we do have a cliche of a very over-secured room. There's multiple locks involved in the door. And I did really like how they chained the prisoners to each other, like as yeah. a method to keep them from escaping. It's interesting, because even if one of them gets loose, they can't leave. And then uh, uh, <laughs> we get a letter uh, that <laughs> somehow a carrier pigeon manages to land in this tower. Well, he cool. he puts down he puts down um, some food. Yeah, some food. He's trying to lure it. I have recently learned that the way I say lure is incorrect. Apparently it's lure. I don't know. I thought it was lure. I thought you were... Yeah. yeah, I don't know. You're right. You're right to me. But (laughs) this carrier pigeon has a letter which uh, essentially describes how Jonathan Green, one of our main characters from V, Mm -hmm. discovered how to... uh, He pretty much invented Google Maps. (laughs) Because he... Rides around. That's in a funny carriage. because isn't the uh, isn't the author <laughs> named Google? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, 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 that's good. He travels around in a carriage that has a fifth wheel that somehow allows him to measure things. I don't know. Like maybe it's got maybe it's explained in the previous movie. We don't really get it. And then we have Tywin Lannister. Uh, and I, how did you feel about the fight choreography? I have here that I don't know if it's good or bad. Which which fight? All of the fights. Well, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. Uh, they're pretty <laughs> solid. I mean, honestly, they're very typical Jackie Chan affair. Uh, I thought they, I thought they did well in a movie. Some of that. Some is... of Arnie's scenes. Oh sure, like Arnold. You could definitely tell that they're they're limited by Arnold Schwarzenegger's oldness. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. That, that's fair. Let's just say that. <laughs> But no, overall, I thought they did okay. I mean, I bet they just didn't tell Jackie Chan what to do when he was in his solo scenes. Just said, you just go do whatever you think is best. Right. Yeah. And uh, his best is better than all of ours. So there's that. (laughs) I mean, I haven't broken as many bones as that guy. So uh, I can say I I can (laughs) I can say that I called them swashbuckling earlier. Sure. That's what they are. They're swashbuckling action scenes. If you grew up on 90s action scenes or 80s action scenes. Like, if I can enjoy Ninja Turtles 2, I more than enjoyed this movie. That's fair. Arnold, I mentioned it before, but uh, there's a there's a moment where Arnold, it, he allows anyone who can f- get past him and up some metal ladder slash lever, if they can get past him, they can escape. Yep. There's a scene where no one manages to escape, and then uh, he tells them that they need to exercise better. 
and uh, yeah. get healthy. Yeah. And then also apparently he hoards ancient artifacts. He is British. <laughs> it's the most <laughs> British thing about his character. <laughs> so Anna Karina, Miss Dudley, arrives at the prison because when the letter that they read, Peter the Great writes another letter. He writes on the back of it and he explains, hey, you know, I'm Peter the Great. I'm in this prison. You got to come get me out of blah, blah, blah. Right, right, right. She shows up and uh, we have a prison break, essentially. Peter manages to get out with this gigantic iron mask on and then sneaks aboard a ship. I, I have here that everything on the ship is dumb. <laughs> I feel like the captain yeah. is dumb. The crew is dumb. They play him up as a drunk and then they, the crew eventually puts him in the... Like locks him up because he's just no good. And uh, I did get serious uh, sea of thieves, sea of thieves vibes. Oh, really? when they're in the storm and they're trying to go around those rocks, I was kind of thought it was neat. I like that the rocks were shaped like a giant dragon. Kind of a little bit of foreshadowing. <laughs> well, I mean that was a thing, right? Like ancient sailors would say there are dragons in the ocean, but it was really just they didn't know what they were doing and probably yeah, well, yeah, crashed or something. And they're dead, and we're not, so we can laugh at them. <laughs> We arrive in China and get, I guess, it's a shakedown, right? This is lack of a better phrase. Yeah. I don't know what these guys are, but there's a guy walking around. He's very obnoxious, telling them how they need to give him money. I hate his voice so much. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> Whoever did the voice of that guy, like, he deserves some kind of award. Some old man bows up and he's like, yo, how long are you going to do this to us? We, you know, we're, we don't have any money. The tea is poisonous for us. He gets taken. And we have a ruckus. You Good old know how ruckus. much I love a ruckus. So, uh, with this tax collector, there appear to be—I counted three, but there might be—but there were four later. But I think I only saw three in this particular scene. What appear to be constructs? They look like golems. Yeah, there's I think four total, but I wrote down three originally, and then a fourth one popped yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. One of them apparently is Magneto. Yes. He apparently has the ability to manipulate metal. Mm -hmm. Another one is very Hulk-like in nature, just based on size and strength, apparently. And then another one is Banshee. It just plays this, well, produces this loud screeching noise that deafens and manages to disable people long enough for them to roll out. <laughs> what are we? What are we laughing at? <laughs> Uh, no, I just I just wrote here like you know bootleg X Men. <laughs> it, it very much, yeah, very much is. We got Storm, we got Magneto, yeah. we got Banshee, yeah, yeah, yeah. We kind of glossed over it, but Jonathan Green, who's the person who is, um, he wrote the letter. He was the main character in the first movie. He was in Russia and then claims when he's about to meet Peter the Great that this isn't Peter the Great. He's like, no, nah, that's not him. For his trouble, it gets him thrown in jail. Mm -hmm. When he is being excised from the prison, he he requests that a Chinese boy, uh, and he says boy, I'm not yep. assigning the wrong label. He says, no, he's just a boy. Let, let me take them. And this Chinese person who's a Chinese young man actually is a princess named Chen Lang. Daughter of Jackie Chan. The master. The master. She reveals herself. Apparently no one knew that she was in prison. They were like, wait, what are you doing here? Our tax collector runs off to someone who he claims is the princess, but it is actually a witch. Ooh, another witch. Who wears... <laughs> it's a witch! Who wears the masks from Face Off. Yeah. She's able to change her appearance, I guess. And uh, <laughs> I have not here... I don't have... I have no idea what is going on at this point. That's what I wrote mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. as soon as that happened. Let me tell you what's going on. Do you want me to tell you what's going on? <laughs> Please tell me. Hold on. What's going on is we get this classic Mulan situation. 
everyone thought it was a boy it was really a girl with excellent kung fu skills <laughs> the witch has taken over because she's with the black wizards if you recall an hour and a half before all of this in the intro the black wizards attacked the white wizards who controlled the dragon and the life-giving tea the white wizards ran off being the princess and the master and it somehow ended up in different prisons we don't know why it yeah. just says in the intro they both ended up in different prisons so the master yeah. waited all the way to England from China trying to escape the black wizards. And that's these golem creatures, right? They're controlling different elements, the black wizards. And so the witch who's in charge of all the black wizards and the soldiers and stuff, she's got the face-off technology, right? She can't change her voice. And I don't know why no one is confused by that because they sound very different. Maybe in the non-dub, they sound more familiar or maybe... I don't know. Maybe they're played by the same character, but they're dubbed differently. Like when she is, when the witch, regardless of whether she's being the witch or pretending to be the princess, she's dubbed the same way. And I wonder if in the original uh, version of this film, they dubbed her differently or she just had a different voice or what have you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Voices are voices or whatever. But I mean, how many people knew what the princess sounded like? Right. Like, well, apparently uh, she, cause she runs into uh, one of the rebel fighters in the streets yeah, who are fighting like at the end of Mulan. Remember where they fight in just their plain clothes. That's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she recognizes him and goes, uh, and attacks her and says, Oh, we're friends. So they had to have been, like she had to know how what she sounds like. She's gone to the executions and heard the princess execute people, and was like that doesn't sound like the princess at all. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, no. I'm calling it a continuity error. I'm calling it out right now. Continuity error. Gonna call, I'm calling you it a continuity, continuity error. I'm just that's what I feel. <laughs> I don't know how you feel about it, Christopher. But <laughs> so your boy Johnny Green, uh, the Johnny Green, the giant. Yep. He shows up and he's like, yo. I'm an explorer. Check out this map. She's like, why are you in China? He's like, I had to, I had to take a detour. Uh, I don't know why he just doesn't say, I can't go back to Europe because the czar of Russia wants me killed. Like, I don't well, know why. Because maybe she has good relations with the czar of Russia. and I don't know. How do you spell that? Czar? Uh, I believe it is T-S-A-R or C-S-A-R or C-Z-A-R or T-Z-A-R. So why does it have four different spellings? I and I was asking you how you spelled it. I'm a fan of T-Z-A-R, I think, or maybe T-S. I'm not sure. But I don't like the C. I, I the, like the T. I prefer the T-S. The T-S? Um, yeah, it yeah. feels right. Czar. Well, because it has a z sound. Yeah. I don't know. You listeners out there, let us know how, your preferred yeah. spelling of the word czar. Yeah. When he hands her this map, she takes it and with her tax collector, money changer boy, and she's like, yo, I could sell my tea across land. I don't have to put it on a ship. So that's pretty neat. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. We are going to see an execution. Essentially, this old man, who apparently is such a rabble rouser that he has to be executed by a dragon, is lashed to some kind of monolith or obelisk. I think it's an obelisk. It's just, isn't it just a term. wooden pole sticking out of the ground? Is it I a big obelisk? Is it? It's stone. All right. The dragon comes out. He is judged and he is zapped by electricity and then he dies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair. I mean, look, would you be able to defeat a lightning dragon? I don't know. Would you be able to defeat wear... a lightning dragon while you're roped to a pole and can't move? I mean, I have played many games in which dragons were an opponent. And it's a 50-50 chance. 50-50. Okay. 50-50. That's what I'm going with. 
we have, I have down here some singing. I'm not sure where the singing, oh, that's right. So after the execution, uh, Chin Lang and some of the other rebel fighters are just kind of hanging out and they start singing a song of mourning or sadness, I guess. And then uh, one of the guardsmen from the palace is like, no singing. You need to save that energy for the plantations tomorrow. And then he screams left and then his column turns left. It's not even a column. It's a loosely fitted group. (laughs) Peter the Great shows up with Miss Dudley and just flashes this dragon seal around. Just like keeps showing it to different people, which I thought was brazen. His face (laughs) makes it look like he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's He's, hmm. he's very smarmy when he's flashing this piece around. He ends up meeting up with Chen Lang. Miss Dudley arrives. Chen Lang is like, where'd you get this? And he's like, it was given to me by a, a man I call the master. Miss Dudley's there. And then find out that it's, this is Chen Lang. And then so Peter kind of like goads out of Chen Lang. Like, so you were hanging around with this dude, Jonathan, huh? Did anything happen? Huh? 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 He's kind of being a jerk right there, isn't he? Right in front yeah. of, what's her face? Miss Dudley? Yeah. Chen Lang's like, look, nothing, nothing happened that was unscrupulous. Like, he saved my life. We saw and experienced a lot of things, but everything was on the up and up. They get taken by the other rebel fighters. Cool. And then we cut to Jonathan getting captured because he's snooping around like an idiot and has been mapping out the palace. Well, he he, he gets caught, but he doesn't get caught while he's snooping. So I was a little confused why why they were even suspicious. Because as far as we can see, no one noticed him snooping around the palace. During the execution, he has dropped a note by Chin Lang that says, hey, look, you got to... Write up a detailed map of the palace so we know what's what's going on. And so he's doing that. And I think that's what gets him caught because he doesn't take that map with him. He's just snooping around with his weird blue glasses. And then when he comes back to his little table or whatever, that's when he's confronted. And you see someone throw the map down on the little table. Oh, I missed that. I was about to call it another continuity error, but I didn't miss that they threw the map down. Yeah. And then some little, it's a little flying thing whatever uh takes the map and takes it to the rebels chinese fairy demon thing yeah well it's not chinese it's oh it's russian sorry it's russia yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well yeah. they, they we call a... it they call it i thought they i got confused they call it a russian yeah something yeah and then we get a montage montage always love a good montage where they kind of do like training the cossacks kind of like do some dancing the chinese villagers also do some dancing and then they do some training and then apparently jonathan green i have down here is a better inventor than leonardo da vinci because he manages to create flying devices or gliding devices with some umbrellas that can clearly defy the laws of physics so that was cool i mean you're really gonna get upset about the laws of physics on these gliding umbrella things we have a movie with dragons in it. Look, man, I expect a certain amount of realism, and uh, <laughs> this movie just couldn't deliver it, right? I uh, guess not. I I, I mean, <laughs> I want to point out, like, so you've been describing, you've been kind of going through the plot a little bit, but you've skipped, and you're hitting all the, the high points, but you've really skipped the first two acts. Oh, no, honestly. intentionally. Yeah. Totally well, intentionally. This isn't yeah. for you. This is for the everyone else so everything he's describing which sounds like something that would happen along the course of a 90 minute film this is all happening in the last 45 minutes yes this movie rushes its ending Uh, (laughs) was that was that an intended pun no is it was it Uh, rushing around how dare you how dare you (laughs) easily Uh, easily (laughs) part of the plan is that peter uh, he's going to meet the witch because he has the he has the dragon seal well he did but he gave it to chin lang but no one else knows that. So he's going to he's going to meet 
the the witch slash fake princess. Apparently, the plan is to attack by air and sea because in the yeah. montage scene, these guys were also like cutting out barrels and making like it's it's a multifaceted kind of, attack. Yeah, some kind of fake or very basic submarine kind of thing. They were just barrels they put over their heads, but yes, yeah. Well, I mean, that's what they're functioning as. They're going underwater, yeah, like yeah. to to attack. Another right? Pirates of the Caribbean reference because didn't they use a in the first movie they used a. A rowboat. Boat? Yeah, and they yeah, walked on the bottom of the so. ocean. Same thing, man. Yeah. Lots of inspirations yeah. here yeah. from that Disney movie. As it turns out, the dragon involved in the executions isn't an actual dragon, uh, but it looks like this is what Steven Spielberg decided he was going to use to make the Jurassic Park dinosaurs. So it's a big animatronic? I don't know, like a like the appropriate Yeah, I mean, there, it's a handmade, like, wooden thing. I don't know. Yeah. But it's manned by people with like electrical yeah, some kind of, stuff. Well, that's what I was saying. Like, I didn't know what to call it other than like, I think animatronics probably a poorly worded. Anyways, Peter is seduced by the witch. She makes him drink some green liquid thing that makes him kind of drowsy. And then she takes off her overcoat and she's wearing a gold outfit and she starts dancing seductively. It's, it's like very brief and kind of weird, right? She's like already poisoned him and she's like, revealing herself to him but it doesn't make any sense yeah and it's barely I, I mean it's still all pg right like it's not i think the dance is strictly to get the there's dust like this weird yellow slash golden dust that comes off her body is I there think it's also i thought it was just because he was like sleep. getting out of it oh maybe so you brought up the dragon and i want to talk about it for a moment and this whole bit this whole movie the practical effects and, and scenery in this movie feel like something out of steven spielberg's hook like this whole village and all Mm -hmm. of the swashbuckling reminds me of the climax in the third act of hook there is a character whose name is james hook yes i i was getting to that but yes arnold schwarzenegger's character no is is captain james hook did you get that or is that just uh i mean in retrospect i could see what you're talking about there's a lot of bamboo being used yeah i i did see uh, hook recently on a plane i mean there definitely is a lot of like the the landscape for yes. sure yeah like, very yeah. much uh, just the general feel and some of the some, some of the shots with the action sequences especially near the end here that we're talking about definitely reminded me of hook i can see that i can see that okay okay the attack commences because the cossacks attack the people that are doing the fake dragon thing but they um they are outnumbered and they um essentially are sent to the room without dinner <laughs> you know they just they just they just get tied up oh, chin lang arrives but she doesn't actually go help the cossack she runs down a different corridor and then the captain the drunk captain that they locked in the the brig in the in the bottom of the ship shows up unties them and then the cossacks dismantle and pretty much destroy the dragon the fake dragon which causes everyone to realize that it's a hoax and then the air force arrives these guys uh and it's probably some ladies swoop in on these kite slash umbrella powered bombers because they like yeah. they talk about it during the montage where they throw red pepper clouds or well red pepper bombs that irritate and d- distract and dis- disable yeah. the defenders of the keep. <laughs> I have had here that I realize that these aren't golems or constructs. They're actually just guys hopped up on bi- Bioshock tonics. They're Iron Man like, suits, bro. Yeah. Well, They're 18th century <laughs> Iron Man suits. Well, that's what I have in the, the my very next line in my notes is no, wait a minute. They're just people inside of suits. (laughs) 
Tony Starking it up, but as bad guys. Yeah. The witch's handmaidens don't find the seal on Peter because he already gave it to Chin Lang. And then the moment in which that occurs, she actually arrives in front of the dragon. What if he had just stashed it somewhere? What if he was <laughs> just like, anything. Mm, I'm just going to put this here and hit yeah, it in a gutter or something? My seal? Not yours? Well, not even just yeah, not maybe. give it, but like, how would this movie go if he hadn't given the seal to this princess who immediately just wears it as a medallion for all to see yeah all right Uh, i don't know (laughs) one of the caustics sabotages the lab that they're using to power these iron man suits right 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 and uh the battle quickly turns in favor of the rebels chin then cuts off some of the eyelashes which causes the dragon to break free of its chains which is neat which also allows jackie chan to start breaking free of his chains apparently peter is immune to poison he says like people have been trying to poison me since the day i was born no poison affects me is that a real story like peter the great was he poisoned as a child i have no idea well there's that one russian or not russian there was that one roman empire or (laughs) there was that one roman emperor that famously he was he feared being poisoned so right. he would drink small amounts of poison when he was kidnapped. Couldn't kill himself. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember that story. Ooh, I yeah. don't remember who that was. But it, it doesn't matter. But yes. Yeah. We have a very interesting fight scene. I think. I guess this isn't the climax of the movie, but this is probably its most climactic moment. Sure. Where riding the dragon, Chin Lang flies towards the witch who is on a hot air balloon with um, a bunch of gold on it. She is knocked off. And Chin Lang jumps off the dragon and they proceed to have a really neat fight sequence. Handmaidens are also involved because there's this really cool moment where Chin Lang knocks the witch back behind this like, I don't know what it's called, but it looks like a a stone construct. All of a sudden she appears behind Chin Lang and then she does it again. But what it actually is, is she's just hiding in a hole. And then the handmaidens are wearing masks to look like the princess Chin Lang. Mm-hmm. They're all they're there was multiple fighting. masks. We saw that earlier. Yes. Yeah. A little Chekhov's uh, mask. <laughs> Gold rains down from the heavens. I, I, I think that would be actually more painful than I think they're letting on. Because I don't know at what height that hot air balloon was at, but I, I'm pretty sure gold is fairly dense. It's right? a light metal. But I thought it was I thought it was heavy. Mm-mm. It's a it's a soft metal. I thought. Well, it could be. I don't know because it's soft. But does that mean it's light? I don't know. But I feel like these coins probably would have killed a few villagers. <laughs> Possibly yes. <laughs> Anyways, the handmaidens are removed from the equation by the witch, which is weird because she had the advantage and then she gave it away. Why um, did she kill those people? They're she's on her a crazy side, witch, man. But she, you don't don't, don't count your eggs and chickens don't count your chickens until they're hatched put all your ducks in a row like why would you be immediately killing allies before you've actually won was she that delusional to think that she'd won already i don't know (laughs) i don't don't know all i'm saying is i don't want i don't want to give anyone the wrong impression however if i was an evil villain i just i feel like i would be really good at it that's all i'm trying to say (laughs) i feel like i would be exceptional exceptional this is why you don't hench oh yeah absolutely well they weren't right. even henching like is- they was super henching like i would call the yeah. soldiers henchmen they are they advisors Uber they're henches. like sidekicks yeah. right they're like <laughs> krang to shredder right you don't shredder would never even like never turn on krang until it was done you know what i'm saying <laughs> like that just doesn't happen uh, no. uh i'm sorry digital's are on my mind because i mentioned them earlier it's like I'm trying to think of a better analogy for it, but 
it just it's just, no you just don't do it you know what i mean it's like the difference like you're, you're talking about henching but like think about die hard right we got german terrorists they're on a group he would probably send his men to die but would snape really kill them just because i mean i don't think so yeah it was snape right i got that right yes yeah, it was good i'm gonna edit that out and just uh, sound uh, like i'm smart the, the late great alan rickman yeah did you know that was his film debut? Yeah, I did know it was his film debut. Freaking ridiculous. I would not have guessed that. I, I always assumed that he was some much bigger actor just before my time or something until I... I didn't know that until actually uh, his death. I learned that was yeah, his whenever, first, yeah. Whenever you're ready, I'm willing to have a conversation of how Alan, Rick, Alan Rickman ruined all villains after that movie. Well, John McClane ruined all action heroes after that movie because who, who are you going to... You can't be John McClane, so you're kind of... Yeah. Well, it just every every person who did a, a villain afterwards was just trying to be. Oh, I can see that. So, yeah, I can see. That. Or Hans Gruber, I think is his yes. character's name. So we have a we have an interesting moment at the end of the movie where the witch has the seal, right? And she just also happens to look exactly like Chin Lang, right? She's wearing a mask, and then everyone shows up, and then she's like, "Oh, look, it's the witch." And the witch points at Chin Lang, and then everyone runs over and, you know, puts their sword on her or whatever. As it turns out, the weird little Russian slash Transylvanian flying demon thing is the tiebreaker, which determines that it's actually not the witch, that that's Chin Lang. Jonathan takes a stiletto to, it looks like it appears to be the heart. A stiletto. And then, <laughs> that's what it is, It's a right? hair needle, like, thing. But, it, I mean, it functions as a stiletto, so. I, was, I thought um, a stiletto was a shoe. no. No, a stiletto is a long, like, long, thin piece of, like, it was a weapon designed for piercing armor, like, through am I just Am I just getting confused with, aren't, aren't those, no, no, like, no, no. really tall, high I mean, heels are called that's stilettos? What that's what they're named after, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, you've, you've taught me. You learned me something. <laughs> I don't want to talk about how much I know about medieval weaponry right now. That's a podcast for another day. Jonathan doesn't actually die. Apparently, he had a locket that prevented the, uh, the hairpin slash stiletto thing from entering his heart. Tywin Lannister gets a letter to free Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan and Arnold Schwarzenegger travel to China, and then the movie pretty much ends. Yeah. Are we going to see a sequel with Jackie Chan and Arnold Schwarzenegger's adventures in China? I hope so. I was it, hope so. Was Jackie Chan in any of the Expendable movies? Negative. Jet Li was. Yeah, yeah. No, no I knew Jackie that. Jackie Chan was not. Know. No, he was not. Hmm. They did star together in 80 Days Around the World. I mean, I think it's Around the World in 80 Days. What did I say? Before. Uh, 80 days around the world. Uh, what's the difference? If you Google uh, it, you'll if you Google it, title. you'll get the same movie, Christopher. <laughs> Christopher one of them is right. Thomas. No, I'm one of them is wrong. I'm not gonna dox you right now. <laughs> so I think this leaves just one question. Really? Maybe a few, mm-hmm. but one on my mind. Okay. Christopher. Yes, Anthony. Who is Kelsey Grammer? I have two Kelsey Grammer roles. Pick one. I th- I feel like he would have been Tywin Lannister's character, Lord Dudley. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Who's your Kelsey Grammer? Well, Christopher, my Kelsey Grammer would have been Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm. Kelsey Grammer as Captain James Hook. <laughs> he was Prison my, ward I, of the East Tower of London. And I, I chose him for this role because I wanted him to get into a fight scene with <laughs> Jackie Chan. Because <laughs> I think it would have been the most glorious thing I could have ever seen. My my other uh, choice for Kelsey Grammer was the uh, tax collector slash mouthpiece for the princess. Oh, really? Uh, for the princess one. slash witch. That's yeah. a good one. My, my, 
my second one was one of the triplets. Oh. <laughs> just randomly. Just pick one. Replace it with Kelsey Grammer for no reason. And don't acknowledge the fact that he looks, sounds, and acts completely different than the other two brothers. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing like the other just, one. <laughs> just, it's just Kelsey Grammer and these two much shorter Asian dudes just in doing kung fu. No, I can see it. And then at the east so the he would be the brother that almost betrays the princess on accident and ends up with her at the end. So Kelsey Grammer gets the twenty year old princess, <laughs> daughter of Jackie Chan. And yeah. they rule the kingdom with a fair and firm hand, sharing mm. their healing tea with all of the land. Not, not an iron fist and a velvet glove, as it were. Yes, an iron mask and a velvet glove. <laughs> <laughs> No, I said Iron Fist in a velvet glove. I know, and I changed Iron Mask because I was making a pun oh, okay, about okay. the name of the movie. Gotcha. gotcha I know gotcha, what gotcha. I'm about, Christopher. That's fair. That's fair. Do you have an idiot of the movie? I, yeah, the princess's friend who didn't find out that the princess was a fake princess until the real princess showed up and punched her in the face. Mm, Almost, okay. like, pretty much literally, exactly that. My idiot of the movie is the witch. Oh, that's a good second choice. That's great yeah. because she killed her maidens with maidens? Yeah assistance i mean well she she killed her she, executive she, assistants i apologize for using the word maiden i mean they're, they're i think our credit is handmaidens so uh, but no but we are we have progressed in the last 300 years <laughs> and they are executive assistants well she betrays she so she betrays her tax collector guy because she says you're too heavy and kicks him out of the flying thing and then they she starts going up much quicker so that might have actually had a purpose plus he was annoying oh sure i'm just saying she betrays him and then she betrays her two fighting friends sure sure and then like jumps off a tower (laughs) to grab uh, a seal yeah and then falls to what we assume is her death because we don't see her i can only imagine hitting the water at that speed would i'm just saying actually she's a witch though right so well that's why I'm is confused. she a witch? Well, she's called the witch, but I she admits to not having any magic. So she jumps off. She's yeah. dying, right? Like there's unless she has like a glide suit built in, or she James Bonds a parachute into her dress, which is a distinct possibility in this universe. Like I'm waiting for that third movie. It's it's unfortunate this one didn't make as much money because mm-hmm. I feel like a third movie could really bring it all together. Well, I think that. Her her goal of jumping off the tower was to get the dragon to save her. And it doesn't work out. Oh, yeah. That but because she's that screaming, she's like, dragon, save me or whatever. But in earlier in the movie, Chen Lang says the dragon will only listen to those who are worthy of the seal. But no, but she's an idiot because she jumped off a tower to her death. <laughs> Presumed death. Well, she didn't say. know it was her death, though. I don't know. Maybe. I'm just saying. She jumped off a tower with no safety line. No real way to not fall to her death. She was hoping that some weird golden, you know, some creature chain, that she'd kept in chains for the last how many ever years. Yeah, was was gonna be like, cool, I'll save you. No, <laughs> she's an idiot. She's an idiot of the movie. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Yeah, she had the advantage every step of the way. This girl had the advantage. <laughs> how long does it take to travel from Moscow to China by carriage? Oh, probably months, if not a year. I'm assuming. They pass the Great Wall, or they get to the Great Wall. So it's on the edge of China. Let's just say they're in the Qinhao province. On foot, uh, we we cannot calculate the walking distance. Well, you notice that he, he, he went from horses to camels, and then eventually he gets carried by 
those guards. So he yeah. had a like wooden couch inside of his carriage. Like how heavy of a load is this carriage? I don't. I mean, probably like a ton. And he's got two horses. I don't know, man. And then he, I like it's no wonder he had to swap it out for camels when he got to the desert. Those horses were probably dead. From they're just like I, I hurt. Like I can't go on any further. Please shoot me. I'm gonna break my own leg so you can shoot me over here. Google is unable to calculate how long it would take. Hold on. I I, I would just assume months. I'm binging it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It will not tell me. It says that it is a total of. So I'm uh, just going by modern maps. From Moscow to barely inside China is 2,617 miles. It won't let me do walking distance. But assuming, what's, what do you think the average? And they have to rest every night? Like, it's taken a long time. And the people that are in England, that are literally in London and going there. So not quite twice the distance, but maybe uh, another... I mean, Another fifty percent or something like they get there at the same time. Had to be months, yeah. But maybe they're being more. Of course, of course, the person uh, he might be being going more indirect. The people in London are trying to get to a particular place, and they did go by sea. Well, no, because they they to get go by sea, they would have had to gone all the way around Africa, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Wait a minute, they would have gone all the way around Africa, landed somewhere. I'm guessing probably in Pakistan and then traveled north, but they land in the village, which means that, I mean, it's, it's right next to the ocean. So they went to like Hong Kong is what it is. So we're talking about Moscow to Hong Kong, by the way, it's an 11 hour and 35 minute flight for only $565. That's not bad at all. I, uh, it got canceled, but I was, I was going to be going to Nashville tomorrow and it was only $146 to go to Nashville. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which is ridiculously cheap. So yeah, Moscow to Hong Kong is 6,000 miles. So I guess they just caught up going by boat around Africa and across the ocean to Hong Kong. Like, I don't know. They, they, because, okay, so was the, was there a canal near Cairo? Is that in the Red no. Sea? Was that a thing in the early 1700s? Nope. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. No, Suez I mean they Canal. no they they literally had to go around the Horn of Africa to get there. No, they didn't have to go by the Horn. The Horn is in the top right near everything. Somalia is the Horn of Africa. So. Oh, is that what they call the Horn? Of yeah, Africa? because you yeah. see, how but it kinda... I mean, they had to go. They had to go around Cape Town. Like, all right, let's see. It was constructed. What? Yep, eighteen fifty nine to eighteen sixty nine. Took two, 10 years to construct a Suez Canal, so they definitely didn't go through there. So I guess yeah, I guess they could have caught up. I mean, they're they're going more indirect but faster I, I i'm just trying to figure out if this is a continuity error or not christopher what are we calling this it's, it's not a continuity error they it's never explicitly stated how long it took anyone to get anywhere okay i mean I, i'm just going to operate under the assumption that it was the exact same amount of time all right okay fine fine <laughs> I, th- I think it might have been a continuity error if, if the ocean had, like, had there been no water. <laughs> yeah, no, if they you were traveling. I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. If, if they were, like, they were in a... We didn't get our Indiana Jones map shot of where they're all going, yeah. and so I'm confused. Yeah, that's a failure of the producers and directors. Of it movie, really is. So. Well, hold on. What was this guy's name? Oleg Stepchenko. I need you to make a third movie where you explain what happened. I need you to release some sort of additional media. Any final thoughts on this movie? Uh, no, I don't do think so. Do you feel this movie is worth the price of a rental? Yes. Do you feel this movie is worth the price of a purchase? If I was able to see it in theaters, maybe. I think this movie probably would have been better on a big screen. Like a big, big, 
big screen. Sure, sure. Maybe 3D, put the glasses on and everything. Okay. No, I'm out. I'm out on 3D. <laughs> I've been out on 3D for a couple of years. Now. I would say this is definitely worth the rental and not worth the buy if it wasn't just a $4 difference. Like $6 for a rental and $10 to buy it, just buy the movie. Just buy the movie. It's something you can put, like I said, put on with the kids or just, I do bad movie nights with some friends or I did seven, eight months ago before, you know, COVID. <laughs> this would be a great choice for that because you don't have to pay attention. You can have conversations and you can all laugh at the movie and how just over the top ridiculous it is. So I say support this movie. Get me a V3. Also, you know what? Email us at scifiwiseguys.com. Let us know if we should go back and watch V1 and uh, give our opinions on that. Really, Chris, we watch three different types of films. We watch these obviously low-budget independent films, right? Some are artsy, like, I mean, next week we're going to be reviewing Prospect, which is definitely kind of artsy. IO's kind of artsy, or tries to be anyways. Uh, some know they're bad, right? <laughs> yeah. like Alien Warfare. Right. <laughs> Angels Fallen, whatever. And then we got these foreign films or these big ticket films that just end up on streaming services because of the, well, because of the times. Uh, so all of the movies kind of fall in those three categories. Let us know which of those categories you like the most. I think we're going to continue to mix it up for our own sake, uh, but definitely interested to see what uh, what type of movie y'all like making us watch. It's just so difficult to, we just can't watch just one, one type no, absolutely. Like like, absolutely. Whether we really, really, really want to enjoy a movie that's, um, or we really want to watch a movie that's artsy, I can only do so much art. But <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, like, I'm going to give you a little, I'm going to give you a little uh, insight into my psyche and my, my way of thinking and just who I am as a person. I never want to watch a movie that's artsy. I don't want to do it. <laughs> well, too give me junky action movie any day of the week. I'm out. I'm out on everything else. Oh, I said email us at scifiwiseguys at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on the Twitter at B underscore roll podcast or the Insta at, uh, at scifiwiseguys. And if you're a boomer and somehow still use Facebook, there is a B roll podcast fan group that you are more than welcome to join. Yes, I guess join Facebook. <laughs> if you're not already a Facebook member, don't join Facebook. And don't yeah, join don't our group. You're good. If you're teetering on the edge and thinking about getting off Facebook, just get off Facebook. Don't join our group. Hit Man. us up somewhere else. But if you're just like, no, I love Facebook and I'll never leave. Yeah, hit our hit our group up. We'd love to know what you think about things. Give us suggestions on movies to watch, television shows, whatever it is, short films. As long as it's sci-fi or sci-fi adjacent and more or less direct to stream, we'll watch it because we are gluttons for punishment. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> uh, also, uh, if you're listening to us on your computer, on your phone, whatever, however you're listening to us, whatever application or streaming service you're listening on, if you would give us a follow, a thumbs up, a rating, a, what, a little heart, whatever it is on your service of choice that means, hey, I like this show and I want to get notified when new things happen, we'd really appreciate it. Give us those five-star reviews on iTunes. It goes a long way uh, to getting us more listeners and more support. Uh, and it means a lot to us, mostly because of my ego. <laughs> it needs constant attention let me tell you speaking of ego i'm happy to inform you that we have gained a country oh we gained a country on spotify i'm guessing where it tells us what countries are listening canada canada it's so weird that we got brazil before canada <laughs> <laughs> i'm good with it though i'm good with it 
I legit would move to Canada if it wasn't so cold. <laughs> I can only be there four or five months out of the year. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Canada. I'm guessing not from Qu- Quebec, considering our, uh, our, harsh, our, our, our harsh words. Our harsh words. Oh, that was, was it really France or was it really Canada? <laughs> <laughs> I will say I'm proud of the way that we've grown as a podcast. So we just watched a foreign film that's 50% Russian, 50% Chinese, and somehow didn't alienate either group. <laughs> We're doing really well. I'm really happy with us. Uh, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't put it past the podcast it. isn't over. You're right. We should just we should hasten this. We should hasten this. <laughs> if you if you really really liked what you heard and you want to throw your money at us, please do so at Patreon.com/slash/b underscore roll. Money there goes directly into the podcast. You also get behind the scenes snippets, out of pod conversations, and that only cost you a dollar a month five dollars a month gets you all of that plus all the episodes early uh, all the non-bonus episodes early so we we appreciate your support there we just want to say thanks again for everyone who has listened will listen or might listen either one we just want to say stay safe out there i, I hope everyone had a happy you know whatever holiday that you celebrate if uh, you did celebrate said holiday and thanks again for listening we appreciate you guys thanks guys bye Oh, did you notice in the credits that some people's names were outlined? No. Oh. I did Do you not. know why that would happen? I didn't really watch the credits. I just I just nexted to Oh, them, I did. Just in case I let it play while I was like cleaning up from lunch and stuff.